What's up, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Weekly High Five. Hey, before we get started, I just want to say a quick thank you to Maya and Julie, our new teammates at at Hands On Atlanta and Starbucks Service Fellows for um, taking some time to talk with me earlier this week about their program um, and how they came to find us at Hands On Atlanta. So uh, it was a lot of fun to work on, and um, I hope that you guys uh, really enjoy the show. Um, And if I don't see you or if I don't hear from you, Have a happy and safe Labor Day weekend. How do I want to do this? What's my intro? What's my intro sound like? What is it? Yeah. So I'm, well, I know that's, tell me about the Starbucks service fellow program. That's my first question. (laughs) Okay. But I don't know how I'm going to start the, what's my segue into this? I haven't got there yet. I'll figure that out later. You should start it off with like, have you guys had your PSL yet? Cause your pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> yeah. You got oh, Did God. you get a PSL this week? Cause so we you're got... like on it. I didn't even know that was a thing that was mm-hmm. happening. Oh, it's Hashtag PSL. Okay, hold on. I thought this is yeah. now the, the pot. Now we're going in a totally different <laughs> angle here because it was like ninety-five degrees. Like it's already fall. Like it's time. Yeah, it's, it's our it's our yesterday. soft launch. Your soft launch. It's our yesterday. soft launch. We have we have some food and the PSL, and we also have the salted caramel mocha back, guys, which is amazing. <laughs> I I don't I don't know I don't know what's happening. I drink black coffee. So, yeah, man. Uh, well, well, also some <laughs> not vegan. That's yeah. Okay. It's, it's made with bugs, right? Yeah, bug. No, well, milk, but bugs. milk. The I thought there was like a pink. The salted, the salted caramel the, mocha is technically milk. vegan if you make it with alternative milk and no whip and no caramel. Okay, so black coffee is really yeah. good, um, but pumpkin spice latte is back. Hashtag PSL. Mm-hmm. That's a good. This is a great. This is a great segue. This is a great kickoff. Mm-hmm. We're here. They're the coffee masters. I know what's up. Um, I was going to one of my questions that I'm going to get to, um, I'm going to save it for later, but we're going to come okay. back to the coffee thing because I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering as part of your, your service, if, if you're like our on-staff baristas and we're going to have, because right now we have like the Keurig yeah, which is with so the cups awful. and I feel like we could be doing, we could elevate our coffee game up a little bit, right? Absolutely. I mean, we have some actual professionals in the building. Mm-hmm. Right? We can we can show you guys a few things. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we should go visit Maya at um, her reserve bar. Oh, the yeah. reserve bar. Yeah. Actually, fun Sweet fact: city. if you guys are ever not busy Friday afternoons <laughs> from five to six, we do a coffee workshop, and we basically just make coffees and like show you guys our specialty reserve drinks, and you get to sample it. That'd be a fun so, team thing. That yeah, would be fun. Um, what is it like to drink coffee at 6 p.m. on Friday <laughs> night? Because I feel like that could be that could lead right into like 3 a.m. How does that? I will add that we do have a decaf reserve okay. espresso or reserve bean that we're currently featuring, so we could probably just make it with that. Um, and you have alcohol there, right? We do not. The special reserve bars in like Seattle, I saw them with like the full on like full bar. Yeah, it was it was intense. Really, but we're also a really small reserve bar compared to a lot of other places because since we're like right in Atlanta, mm-hmm. we didn't have a whole lot of room to work with. Okay, and that's in Midtown. Yes, um, it's on Peachtree Street. It's on Peachtree Street, Seventh okay. and Peachtree Street. All right. Well, you heard it here first, Atlanta. <laughs> I don't 
<laughs> cool. Um, all right, but we're not here to talk about coffee. Kind of, maybe we are. I don't know. We're here to talk about the Starbucks Service Fellows, um, and uh, yeah, so let's talk about that. So Elaine, tell me about the program. What is what is it about? How did we get it here at Hands On Atlanta? Um, tell us about it. Sure. So it's sort of a complicated journey how we got here. Um, so I'm going to try to keep it. Um, as digestible as possible, but essentially our friends at the Atlantic Community Food Bank came to us and said, we want to empower our affiliate food pantries to provide more food to their clients. And our hypothesis is if you hands on Atlanta, give them more volunteers, they will be able to provide more food. Well, at the same time we were having this conversation with the Atlantic Community Food Bank, Starbucks um, and Points of Light had formed a partnership to um, provide an incredible professional development opportunity to its employees that has a, a service component. In fact, it's, it's pretty much all service. So how can we really galvanize service in the community to make a long-term impact? So what our service fellows are doing are, are not, is not just a direct service. Um, they are building something that Hands on Atlanta is going to use for years to come. And we are focusing on hunger, which is one of the pillars of Starbucks. Um, and so we are a select, Hands on Atlanta is one of a select number of, of Points of Light affiliates who was awarded this opportunity. Um, it, it spans across 13 cities. And, and the curriculum is really based off the Resilient Cities Institute, which Atlanta is a resilient city. So it makes, it makes perfect sense that um, Starbucks and Points of Light and Hands on Atlanta are all working together to create long-term specific change in the area of hunger. Okay, yeah. well, um, my name is Maya Tannenbaum. I am born and raised in Georgia. I'm originally technically from Duluth, so I guess I'm more suburban, and this is a new life. Some would say you're OTP. <laughs> mm -hmm. What does that mean? Outside the perimeter. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Trent, we're cutting this. You're from Duluth? <laughs> yeah. Born yeah. and raised, and you don't, you've never heard of OTP? No, but I feel Ever. like more people that live ITP say that. Talk about being, o like, oh, I never go OTP. Plus, my parents aren't from Georgia, and Atlanta yeah. scares them because yeah. okay. it's so complicated. We've, I've almost never been, like, inside the city with my parents. This is fascinating. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you work here now, so you're now yes. you're. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm forced to be here right you're now. You're learning. You're you're earning your street cred. I'm uh, earning it. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm a student at Georgia State University. I'm currently in my junior year, and I am majoring in social work. So this is a very nice segue into hopefully what I will want to do or maybe want to do, and I've been with Starbucks for over three years now, so I know quite a deal about the company. Yeah, that's all I got. Cool, and you you work at the Reserve in Midtown, the Reserve Bar. What is, does it have like a specific name? I call it the Reserve Bar. Okay. It's also just a Reserve Starbucks store. If you want to keep it simple, we do not have alcohol. I'll keep it real simple. It's the fancy Starbucks in Midtown. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. All right. That's if you great. want an expensive cup of coffee, we got you. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. Well, thank you. Well, welcome. Hi. Hi. Um, my name is Julie Twilmesian. I was born in Massachusetts, but I've spent most of my life here 
in Georgia, moved around a little bit after high school, but I came back to basically be closer to my family. Um, I worked for Starbucks for on and off for 16 years. Um, I have always kind of done different volunteer projects and was really involved in high school in a bunch of service projects and different things. And so when I came across this opportunity, I was like, this sounds like it's for me. Awesome. Um, yeah. So that was one of my questions that I wanted to ask y'all. Like, how did it, like, how did Starbucks, like, roll this out? Like, how did you know that this was a thing that was happening? Um, well, I got an email because I had a profile on volunteermatch.com. <laughs> so they were awesome. like, hey, you have a profile. You might be interested in this. So that's how I found out about it. See, okay. I'm signed up on volunteermatch.com, but I never open the emails because I'm never interested in it. But I, um, I found out on Starbucks's social media platform, in a sense, called Partner Hub. It's, a, um, it's really just a way for Starbucks to send out mass communication to all of the stores and all the baristas. And um, it's a nice way for Starbucks to show what the company as a whole is doing within the community and the world and it's kind of just how we manage everything i thought that True. maybe like howard schultz would just like hey you guys called us personally yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, then, like, and then that was it that's how i envisioned it but that wasn't how it went down it was a pretty <laughs> intense process mm -hmm. to narrow it down though after we applied i mm -hmm. they um once you sent in your application on Starbucks's end, they contacted all of our district managers, and then our district managers contacted our store managers and asked them like if we were a good standing barista and if we had good qualities in our personalities. I'm assuming. I don't know about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> My store manager made me fully aware. She oh. she like pulled me aside and made me think I was in trouble and was like, "So our district manager asked me about you today," and I was like, "Well, what did I do? Like, what's wrong?" Right. Interesting. Did you write? Are you writing these notes now? Yeah. We got probably a baker's dozen applications for two slots. How many is a baker's dozen, would you say? I would say 13. 13? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm no, I'm no chef or barista, <laughs> but yeah. I know my lingo. Um, yeah, right? And Julie, where, which um, Starbucks do you work at? Oh, I work at Roswell and Cliftwood in Sandy Springs. Okay. It's a new two-story Starbucks, which is the only thing that's exciting about it. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's, we it's, have it's nitro, brand new, right? Brew, yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, it's brand new. Yeah, it opened in April. So. All right. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. added to my. I, well, I just moved, but oh, it, yeah. it was it was an addition to my uh, my morning commute. So nice. I'm glad to be uh, away from the Starbucks, closer to another one by my house. So, yes. <laughs> um, well, that's great. So so welcome. I'm glad that through whatever reason, however y'all got here, um, it seems like maybe one one path was a little more traumatic than the other. Um, so obviously interested in like volunteering, interested in kind of just like getting involved a little bit more with the community. Um, Maya, you have like aspirations of going into social work. So what specifically was there like about the program that you were like, this is great, this is it, this is what I want to do? Was it um, the opportunity to, to work not inside of a Starbucks? Or I mean, was, it, was there something else to it that um, kind of perked your, your interest? 
Um, well, I was definitely interested in using like a different part of my brain or like kind of, like more of my brain and like less of my brawn <laughs> like at Starbucks, I guess. Um, I think that um, I was also interested in making, doing work that makes like a bigger impact to my community. Like I think it's really important to caffeinate people and make sure that they're like, they have like at least five minutes of their days like uh, is good, but um, to like actually have an experience where I could make an impact on the various communities throughout Atlanta, um, especially uh, around something uh, as important as hunger. I think um, I, it wasn't an opportunity that I felt like I could let pass me by. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. I basically agree with Julie <laughs> in the sense that it was such a, it really just sounded like such an amazing opportunity yeah. to have such a big, important impact in the community mm -hmm. that we live in like every day. And it like, in a way, I like read it and I was like, wow, this is something I need to at least try for. Like this yeah. sounds so amazing. And I don't know, I got a really good gut feeling about it. And it ended me here, it yeah. ended with me being here, so. Yeah, and so when did you learn that it was gonna be, that we were gonna be working with the food bank? Was that um, part of the whole process or was it like, hey, there's this thing, if you're interested, let us know, and then Hands On Atlanta, Atlanta Community Food Bank, that all came afterwards or was that part of the, um, the, the initial process? There was a really big information, like, page on partner hub like I was explaining earlier mm -hmm. and it um it said what cities that it was going to be available in this pilot program and um what were the major focuses of it and I'm pretty sure it said hunger and maybe one other thing for Atlanta opportunity youth yeah you disaster relief yeah, yeah. there are multiple pillars yeah there. okay cool um and at Hands Atlanta we submitted a role description mm -hmm. so wow. As the Starbucks partners were reviewing, you know, their options, they could see, okay, this is what I'm going to be doing in in relationship to hunger. Awesome. So we actually helped curate what the experience is going to be like. Yes, and that is one of the things I love most about this program is Starbucks and Points of Light have really put a strong framework in place, um, a really good guide map and like structure. And this is a pilot program. So Julie, Maya, and I, um, and Sarah, um, our other colleague, we're sort of building as we go along. And that is what has been so incredible about Points of Light and Starbucks is that they are aware we are creating something and have been just super supportive and, and very flexible. And they have made it very clear that, hey, we have, have said, you know, X, Y, Z as, as our goal, but as we start hitting the pavement and figuring things out and actually doing the work, if we need to like, course correct, we can absolutely do that. Awesome. That's really cool. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, sweet. So, uh, so what are, um, knowing like you guys have been here for a couple of weeks, uh, and I, there was like a week in Seattle, right? Mm -hmm. So we kind of like, I want to, I want to, I'm going to come back to Seattle. But what are um, 
the hopes, I guess, like, like best case scenario, six months or five and a half months from now, you leave here. Like, what did you, what are your, your hopes like for going through this experience? Like, what are you trying to, to get out of it? Well, personally? Yes, yeah. no, no, not personally. Okay. I don't, I don't want a personal. Yeah. Okay. Yes, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah. Tell me, tell me the truth. Like, let me know, like, why, okay. what do you guys want to do? Um, well, I, my end game is to eventually conduct and run research for um, social work, basically, and just kind of see how our society functions as a whole with, within different societies or communities or whatever. And I personally believe that you can't really try to change anything unless you fully understand what it is. And this is a great opportunity to really get a good look inside Atlanta and in one of our huge problems as a city. And so I was super intrigued with that. And I want to do something along the lines of social policy with that. And so this was a huge connector for me. Awesome. Personally. Um, what I personally <laughs> want to gain from this, I guess, is just um, like exposure to a different working environment. And um, I... I'm looking forward to like working on something that has the opportunity to impact a lot of people and make their lives better. So that's that's it. That's it. That's like that's like huge. Right? Like that's it. Like I just want to change the world, but that's all I want to do. It's fine. We're, we're, we're gonna start to change the world. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. All right. Well. Um, well, well, thank y'all. So I have a. Uh, so I'm curious. Have you been to Seattle prior to going? You ha- have you had been to Seattle before? Mm-hmm. So you've yeah. been there. I went to college in Olympia, Washington. So okay. I spent a lot of time in Seattle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Elaine, was that? Have you had you been? There I've never been. All right. So I'm interested. Yeah. Because I have never been to Seattle. Mm-hmm. So what? Like, what was? What, what did you guys do when you were there for the for the training? We were right um, in downtown Seattle and. Um, our our training was held at the Starbucks headquarters, which is huge as you can imagine. But it, um, but Starbucks is located in an old Sears building. So when we drove up, I was like, they have a Pont City Market. So it was like, okay, there's some connection here between Seattle and Atlanta. Um, a Points of Light and Starbucks did a really good job of making sure that each night we were dining at um, an establishment that had a social enterprise a component. Oh, cool. So what hit home for me after the training was this program is very is is very much about connecting the dots and working with systems mm-hmm. and and bridging silos or breaking down silos and so it's very easy to like get in a mindset of oh if we just gave everybody food then our world would be a a better place and it's like well that's one component and then you have all these other factors that need to be addressed too and it's very much about learning from the clients as opposed to parachuting in and saying hey this is what you need to do in order to be better or to have more food. I mean, what Maya and Julie are doing is listening. And then based on what they learned, 
from our local food pantries, uh, they will advise them on next steps, but it's very much being led by the people on the ground doing sure. the work. So it's like, it seems like it's a, like a holistic approach to, to helping solve some of these problems versus, as you mentioned, just, hey, we should do this because this sounds like a great idea and then implementing something that nobody knows if that's what they want, if that's what's going to work. Um, and it seems very systemic and, and uh, uh, intentional from the from the start, right? So probably even from the, the messaging from the uh, from the very beginning, from Starbucks all the way through through Points of Light, having the the time in Seattle. So that's really cool. This is great. And as I meant, like, so before we sat down, I was like, I have no idea what this thing is, and I feel like I've learned a lot. This is great. So if nobody else learns anything from this, I feel like I <laughs> I now know. Well, you should so come more. with us to some of our site visits at the food pantry. I will. I can do know? that. I can do that. And um, volunteer with us. A volunteer. They're putting the pressure on me. Yeah. Put me on the spot. Right. Seeing what kind of like vegan options they have. Yeah. Oh, you're Should putting my business out there. On the, on the <laughs> yeah. But I was thinking that too, because like a lot of times it does just like, okay, you have like a family of four, and then it's like, okay, you get like six chickens or something like that, you know. But anyone can be a vegan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See. Anyway, we're out there, by the way. Yeah. Vegans, vegans are <laughs> yeah. out there. There's a Facebook group and everything. Yeah. Um, all right, well, cool. Well, thank you guys for joining the podcast. This is fun. This is the first time we've done anything like this, and I'm hoping to do more. So um, we'll do a check-in. You guys want to come and sit back down in a couple months, and we'll check in and see how things are going, and um, we'll see if you're, uh, if the tune has changed a little bit. Maybe you uh, aren't so so happy and optimistic or maybe it's like oh my god it's the best experience ever <laughs> uh and let me tell you about this thing that happened and so we'll we'll come back you guys want to come back and we'll we'll do a round two and we'll check it out i'd be happy to awesome i'm awesome. not too busy not too <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm getting big She's time i'm getting big yeah, time that's time. fine yeah. yeah it's okay um at the All right, so let's dive into this week's hot projects. It's Labor Day weekend, and we've got tons of different ways in which you can get involved and serve the community. First up, we've got a really fun weekend of opportunities with the Taste of Soul Festival. Um, It's going down uh, September 1st through the 2nd, uh, with shifts happening anywhere from 6 a.m. through 11.30 p.m., so this is really going on all weekend long. Um, If you're unfamiliar, the Taste of Soul Atlanta Festival is a free citywide festival um, taking place in one of Atlanta's oldest and most historic neighborhoods over in Vine City. And this is a uh, family-friendly festival celebrating soul and southern food. There's going to be live music, art, kid events, and uh, I've been told that this is some of also Atlanta's best people watching. So if you're into that, uh, definitely hop over there. As a volunteer, your tax are going to include um, greeting attendees, passing out free items, uh, managing kind of the flow of the event. There's going to be lots of people down there. Um, will call, coordinating stage performers, set up, tear down, um, and uh, all kinds of miscellaneous uh, odds and ends that go into running a festival. So uh, if that sounds like fun and you got some some time this weekend, I encourage you to check over, uh, check out Taste of Soul. All right, next up is Labor for the Community on Labor Day with the Faber House. Uh, So this is happening Saturday, September 1st from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. over in College Park. Um, The Faber House's mission is to build the community by serving the community. They believe in education, community development, financial literacy, and a healthier lifestyle uh, for the people of College Park community um, and the surrounding city. Uh, Their impact can be seen uh, throughout Atlanta, uh, most recently with the playground uh, on Camp Creek Parkway. 
Um, so volunteers will be participating in a neighborhood cleanup, planting flowers, playground cleanup, uh, deck cleanup, all kinds of cleanup, um, and moving some materials and tools around. So um, this is going to be a lot of fun, and it's for a great cause um, happening on September 1st from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, with the Faber House. All right, and our last September 1st Labor Day weekend project uh, is brought to you by our friends over at Action Ministries. They've got a food box build-out happening from 10 a.m. Uh, to 12 p.m. over in uh, northwest Atlanta. So they're just up the street here. Um, but Action Ministries is a nonprofit that provides an extensive network of community partners and volunteers with the tools and expertise to lead fellow Georgians out of poverty. By meeting basic needs of hunger relief, housing, and education, Action Ministries removes barriers that prevent thousands of Georgians from breaking the cycle of poverty and realizing their potential. Um, so this is a great organization, um, and we do a lot of work with Action Ministries. Our team, our board, um, and a lot of our larger groups will come through and serve with Action Ministries. So if you get a chance this weekend, uh, head out over uh, and, and check out what they've got going on. Um, again, this is happening on September 1st from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. All right, and now that school is back in session, we've got one of my favorite programs uh, that we implement and roll out here at Hands On Atlanta called Discovery. Um, that is taking over. Uh, we are now in uh, 10 or 11 schools, um, and we've got a really fun opportunity happening on September 8th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Um, at Clay Elementary School. This is over in Mableton. Um, over on the west side. So if you're unfamiliar, um, our discovery program is a volunteer-led Saturday tutoring and enrichment program. Um, it's a two-hour session occurring twice a month from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, the program reinforces weekday learning through academic assistance, educational games, service learning projects, um, and other enrichment activities. And to be honest, it's just a lot of fun. Um, the kids have a really good time and the volunteers also get a lot out of it. So um, if you are a volunteer who speaks Spanish, uh, you're especially needed uh, at this project. And um, the goal is to have one-on-one -on -one volunteer um, to student ratio. So we can't have enough volunteers come out and, and work with these kids because there's probably going to be anywhere from 80 to 120, 150 students. Um, so be sure uh, that you give this opportunity a look if you are available and free to serve on September 8th um, with Clay Elementary at our Discovery Program. And finally this week, uh, we have the National African American Male Wellness Walk Initiative 5K Walk Run. Um, so this is happening Saturday, September 22nd from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. over in F Old Fourth Ward. Um, this is a new group that we um, recently started working with uh, and the goal of the National African American Male Wellness Initiative is to raise awareness for preventable health diseases. The 5K Walk Run is an opportunity to bring men and their families together for an eventful day, providing physical activity, health screenings, and entertainment. Um, so as a volunteer, uh, your tasks are going to include helping with registration, setup, cleanup. Um, there's a children's area you can help with, parking, um, working with the runners, and really helping um, the participants get screened, which is the whole point of, uh, of the event and of the walk. Um, so uh, you can head over to our hot projects list uh, to sign up for this and to learn more. Again, this is the National African American Male Wellness Walk Initiative. It's a 5K happening uh, September 22nd from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. over in Old Fourth Ward. All right, and that does it for this week's edition of The Hot Projects. Uh, head over to handsonatlanta.org forward slash hot dash projects to sign up and learn more about these great opportunities to volunteer and serve your community. 
All right, that does it for this week's episode of the Weekly High Five. I hope everybody has a happy and safe Labor Day weekend, and we'll see you right back here next week. Take care.